Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Connie Teeson. Are you looking to reach broadcasters from engineering to the C-suite? Consider posting your job ads or advertising with Broadcast Dialogue. Head to broadcastdialogue.com forward slash advertising to download our media kit. After scaling down about a decade ago, the Canadian Association of Broadcasters, the national voice of Canada's commercial radio and television stations, is looking at potentially building the organization back up. On this episode of Broadcast Dialogue, we chat with CAB Chair Lenore Gibson on current lobbying efforts and the CAB's designs on establishing a greater presence in Ottawa and taking on a bigger role at Canadian Music Week, among other issues facing Canada's private broadcasters. I want to start by talking about Canadian revenue media-wise, where we're at and how this is driving the CAB's agenda. So our industry is faced, we've always faced competition up until the last several year, few years. It's been regulated competition, so we all know what the ground rules are and what the regulatory rules are. Uh, but now we're facing competition from foreign online platforms, the Netflixes of this world, the Spotify's of this world, both audiovisual content and uh, audio content. And the broadcasting rules and the environment Environment, regulatory environment for licensed broadcasters, radio and television, hasn't caught up uh, to that new competition, that new unregulated competition. And so our members, the CAB members, are facing, obviously facing revenue pressure. Local television, this long story of local television, a long history of local television being in a very dangerous uh, territory with respect to revenue and vast majority of our local television stations in Canada are operating in the red. Radio is starting to show signs of, of weakening as well. So how has this flavored the policy issues that are on the CAB's plate right now? The CAB is looking at revitalizing itself, not the way it was 10 years ago, but uh, looking to become a, a more modest version of what it was 10 years ago and develop a stronger presence in Ottawa so that we can educate and inform policymakers, CRTC, the Copyright Board, about the challenges that are facing our industry and educating them about the operating environment that we are in. So basically this will be a scaling up of sorts? It will be. Uh, about 10 years ago the CAB scaled back to what it is today which is Primarily, uh, we deal with copyright litigation before the Copyright Board, Copyright Administration, as well as oversight of the Canadian um, Standards Broadcast Council. In the last few years, the CAB CEO Radio Council was initiated. They've been dealing very successfully on radio policy issues. And in the last couple years, the television members have found common ground on uh, certain regulatory issues as well, and, and government issues. 
issues as well. The journalism tax credit, the 600 megahertz uh, band auction, and looking for cost recovery for those television broadcasters who are forced to uh, relocate. Um, advertising restriction issues. So we do see a role for a more robust CAB, not as full-blown as it was before. That being said, we are uh, very much in the preliminary stages of looking at that and seeing if there is support among our members. It's Nothing is, is set in stone yet. It's very, very preliminary days. We talked earlier about a potential relaunch in May. Is that still the case? So that's with respect to the CEO Radio Council, working with uh, CMW for a more robust radio conference. So that is a separate initiative, apart from the CAB's potential to revitalize and become a, a better presence in Ottawa. So let's talk about some of the issues that CAB is lobbying on. I'm thinking about the advertising to children in terms of Health Canada restrictions. You brought up the journalism tax credit, which right now excludes broadcasters. I know that common ownership is another one on your plate. Can you expand on some of the others that you're working on? Sure. So some of these issues, the advertising restrictions, the journalism tax credit, the 600 megahertz band auction, were sort of in limbo land because of the pending federal election. Uh, Health Canada had progressed towards putting out draft regulation or draft guidelines, but that's sort of in abeyance right now. The 600 megahertz band auction, we continue to believe that all television stations should be reimbursed regardless of the uh, ownership or, or market that they operate in, that they're being forced to, re- to relocate because of a government decision, nothing to do with their own decision. Journalism tax credits, often our members are the only ones in markets providing local news. There's no policy reason for uh, there to be a difference between print and, 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 and broadcasters. We all provide local news. And local news is, is essential to, to our Canadian democracy. And so there should be equal treatment or equitable treatment in our view. From the CAB's perspective, what is the best outcome that you see from the broadcast telecommunications legislative review? An appropriate regulatory framework that applies in a equitable manner to both Canadian licensed broadcasters and foreign online platforms. It's not necessarily equal obligations, equal regulations, but an equitable one. Are there any other crucial issues that are coming up? So you referenced earlier the common ownership policy that applies to the uh, CRTC's uh, commercial radio review. We're very hopeful that the CRTC is going to initiate that sooner than later. We have not had a fulsome radio review, policy review, since 2006, and our operating environment has radically changed in those... It's been 13 years, and our environment has radically changed since then. Working within the current resources that the CAB has right now, can you talk about the amount of workload and and what the climate is like within the organization? So we're a very slimmed-down organization. We've got the board and we have a couple copyright lawyers and our CFO. 
and if we were to regenerate the CAB in a much more modest fashion than what it was, we definitely would be looking at hiring a few more staff to, to manage that. Thank you, Lenore. You're welcome, Connie. <laughs> Our thanks to CAB Chair Lenore Gibson for Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Connie Teeson. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world, and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.